are we seeking joy? Are we seeking joyfulness? Good morning, Christian America. That's what we're going to talk about this Monday as we get ready to go out into the world this week, as we get ready to start our week new. Are we seeking joy in our life? Do we even know how to seek joy? Do we find it wrong to seek joy? Do we find it wrong to be uh, pleasure-seeking as Christian Americans? Let's talk about that more. Let's talk about what Scripture says specifically this Monday as we get ready to start the week new. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here with the Christian American community and the Christian American T-Shirt Company coming to you again on another Monday. Uh, as we get ready to start this week, as we get ready to go out into the world, as we get ready to make our mark, as we get ready to, uh, to do good works and to do goodwill, as, 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 as we try to make our way in our, in our lives, in this blessing of a life that God has given us, that we, that we know that exists out there. Um, as Christian Americans, I'm going to talk about a topic this morning that we, I don't think it's talked about enough. And if it gets talked about, it it tends to get talked about in the wrong way. And that's joy. It's something personally that I've struggled with. How do you seek joy as a Christian American? How do we seek joy without uh, seeking it for the wrong reasons, without seeking the right type of joy? Trying to find joy in external superficial items trying to seek joy in the world trying to seek joy uh, in these earthly temptations uh, that tempt us that's not the joy that we should be seeking but yet we should still also be seeking joy because it too many of us, and, and, and I fall victim to this as well, fall either on one side of the extreme or the other side of the extreme. And when you go to different churches, if you go to different congregations, or if you even watch them on TV or, or YouTube or on social media, you, you get two conflicting ideas of joy. Whether A, you, whether you should be seeking joy, Many people out there are hesitant to seek joy in their life, are hesitant to seek joy in, the, in, in taking pleasure in things for fear that it's somehow wrong to seek pleasure, to seek joyfulness, to rejoice in Christ, to rejoice in the blessings that you've been given. Because there's a, and there's a long history of that. I mean, I remember as a kid, uh, we would read in our history books about uh, what was once called the uh, Protestant work ethic. And it, it doesn't have to be necessarily Protestant, but it was called, where I, when I was young, it was called the Protestant work ethic. And being hu- hu- uh, humble and having humility and, and not boasting and not bragging in the things that you have. Because if you bragged on the things that you have, inevitably uh, calamity would strike and you'd be left with nothing. And that you, it was your duty, it was your Christian duty to do hard work and, and, and do it humbly and receive the blessings that God has given you 
and you keep that internal to yourself. You don't, you don't boast about God's blessings. You don't boast about the things that you have because if you did, people would think negatively of you and then uh, eventually, inevitably, bad times would strike and, uh, and people wouldn't be there for you. They wouldn't sympathize with you. They wouldn't empathize with you. And God would then look down upon you for being boastful in your own eyes, for being boastful in your own acts. And people were always scared of that. And that, and that has trickled down through the church for quite some time. And then there's a reason for that. And, and I'm not here to say that we should be boasting. And I'm not here to uh, say we should be bragging. Uh, being, being humble and, and having humility is essential, essential teaching in the uh in scripture specifically in philippians where paul talks about it in philippians 2 but today we want to talk about rejoicing so the flip side of that argument the the flip side to the other side is that there are congregations there are ministers out there preachers and priests and uh, people who lead church organizations it seems like that's all they talk about is boasting in their blessings glorifying their blessings and then they seek out their own joy because it, it's true and you, you should be wary of falling into the trappings of boasting in your joy trying because it, sooner or later there starts to be a competition into the, the blessings that you have the blessings that you receive that's what kind of social media is all about also you know you the, the, the old quote of keeping up with the Joneses, when you try to keep up with the Joneses and you can't, all of a sudden now your, your self-worth is a little bit uh, down. You don't feel worthy enough. You don't feel good enough. You don't feel uh, devoted enough. And, and, and if we're talking in, this, in, in the biblical terms, you don't feel that God loves you enough. It does, you don't feel that maybe you're not living up to his, his expectation and, and, and that's why he's withholding his blessings from you. And far too many congregations, you know, uh, promote that type of culture. It's the prosperity gospel. It's the more that you love God, the more stuff he's going to provide for you. It's the more that you donate to this organization or that organization. It's the more blessings that are going to be thrown down upon you. And you start to seek out. And now, you, now the works that you're doing, now the, the, the donations that you're donating, now the words that you're speaking are not from your heart. They're not based on you, but they're in hopes that God will send more blessings your way. And that's not appropriate either. So we have two extremes as Christian Americans that we, we constantly tussle with and I constantly tussle with. Having said that, there is a place for rejoicing. There is a place for thanksgiving. There is a place to, to, to count the blessings that God has given you. Not even just giving you like stuff, but given you as an ability to hear his word through no act of your own, through no gift of your own, through no action of your own, but through the grace of God through the mercy of his love for the compassion that he has on his children, you and I. And it's important that for our sanity, 
for our health, for our spirituality. It's important that we recognize that and, and that we take time, a little bit of time throughout our day, throughout our week, and recognize the gifts that we've been blessed with. The gift of speech, the gift of thought, the gift of you know, being able to walk and move about. And if, and if that's been taken from you, then you have other gifts. And most importantly, you have the gift of salvation. God provides you the gift of salvation. Eternal bliss with Him. Eternal love in heaven. I want to talk to you about five passages today. Five times in the New Testament. You know, and there's more than that, but I'm going to talk to you today specifically about five different passages. Where Paul says it's okay to rejoice. It's a requirement to rejoice. That we should rejoice in God's blessing. I'm not here to say go out for yourself and, and seek pleasure. Seek earthly pleasure or anything like that. It's not this, the message that I have. And it's not the message that Paul has. And I'll put the... Uh, I'll put the... Uh, we'll, we'll put the, the, the verses on the screen as well. You know, if you turn to uh, Romans 5. In Romans 5.10. Right? We'll start there. In Romans 5.10. It says, For if, while we were God's enemy... We were reconciled to him through the death of his son. How much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? Not only is this so, but we also boast in God. It says we boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we now received reconciliation we are saved we've been blessed with the gift of reconciliation we have been blessed with the gift of eternal salvation individual salvation which means that it's you you have the power i can't i can't do anything for your salvation only you can do such a thing but that gift is available and it's free. And there's nothing that you have done or could do to earn it. And for that, we should boast in it. We should rejoice in it. We should live life as such. If you also turn to, uh, to Romans chapter 15. And in Romans chapter 15 verse 13. Paul says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, we, we hear the Holy Spirit numerous times throughout the New Testament. We, we talk, Jesus talks about the Spirit that's going to be sent down upon us. We know that the Holy Spirit was sent down to the apostles in the upper room at Pentecost. 
and it gives them the fire inside. It gives them joy. It gives them hope, hope in the resurrection, hope in the fact that they just saw Jesus uh, elevate into heaven. Hope in the fact that there's an afterlife, hope in the fact that where I go, you will go, but you have to be willing to walk the path that I've walked. It's this hope, it's this joy that God gives us, that the Holy Spirit that lives within us, it provides for us. And we can't, and nor should we, shy away from that. We shouldn't feel it obligated not to seek out the blessings that God has provided for us. If we do, then what are we left with? A lot of emptiness. That's what we'll be left with. We're going to be left with a lot of emptiness. If you turn to Philippians chapter 4, or excuse me, uh, yeah, Philippians chapter 4. This is the probably when it comes to rejoicing, when it comes to having hope in Christ, when it comes to, you know, uh, understanding that no matter how bad it gets, and when, when Paul is in chains here and he talks about being a prisoner, you know, he, he, he starts off uh, talking about being a servant for Christ in Philippians. A servant for Christ. He talks in chapter 1 and 2 about being in chains for Christ. And that even though he's in chains and he's going to, you know, he's humbling himself. In chapter 2, he talks about doing everything without grumbling, right? Without feeling sorry for yourself, without uh, being down and out, without uh, letting the world know or, 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 or trying to pretend that the world is beating you down a little bit more. The, 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 the law of God, the love of, of him, the, the, you know, the commandments that he provides are not chains for us. They are not meant to weigh us down. They're meant to set us free. They're meant to put us on the right path. In chapter 4, Philippians, Paul says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Not sometimes, not when you feel like it, but always rejoice in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation. By, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God rejoice I say again rejoice he's trying to get it through your thick head he's trying to get it through my thick head when I feel down and out when I feel like the world is a little bit too tough when I feel like uh, you know I shouldn't be seeking out you know something good because if i did am i doing it for the right things am i doing it for the right reasons would christ want me to should, should i be reaching out and trying to 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 uh to seek my own happiness rather than seek out god's happiness should i be living that should i be trying to do that and so we shy away from it and pretty soon we shy away from it so long that we forgot how to rejoice. We forgot how to be happy. The world beats us down and we think that we're confined by God's, by God's commandment, but we're not. 
We're set free by it. The chains are broken by it. If you turn to Colossians, uh, Colossians chapter 1, verse 11. Verse 11 starts with Paul saying, Being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, so that you might, or so that you may have great endurance and patience, and give joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you. The Father who has qualified you. That means He has made it so for you. He has accepted you into His family with nothing that you could have done to share in the inheritance of His holy people in the kingdom of light for He has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son He loves in whom we have redemption the forgiveness of sins. We are to rejoice in this Father who has accepted us with our flawed nature, with our fallen humanity, with our fallen selves, with our selfishness and our arrogance and our self-righteousness. And all the things that we know deep, in, that, that deep down inside us, we struggle with. He has accepted us anyway, not because of who we are, but because of who he is. And that, my friends, is a reason to rejoice. And if you, the last verse I'm going to talk about is in First Thessalonians in chapter 5, verse 16. Paul says again, rejoice always and pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances for his for this is God's will for you in Jesus Christ. Now, here I'll say it again because it's extremely important. What is God's will for you? What is God's will for you? Rejoice always and pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Go out into the world and rejoice today. Rejoice today knowing that God wants you to. Knowing that it's okay to. Don't seek out false idols. Don't seek out earthly temptations. Don't seek out these things of the world that are not going to fulfill you. Don't seek out material items. Don't seek out superficial superficial people, superficial things that don't inspire, that don't have real meaning, that don't have real purpose, only to keep up with the Joneses. That's not the type of rejoicing. That's not the type of joy that we're talking about. That's not the type of, of, of lifestyle that Paul means in this. He's talking about rejoicing in the fact that the blessings that you've 
uh, that you've received from God, not from that you've received from your work, not that you received from your buddy, not that you received from your favorite baseball team or your favorite soccer team or, 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 or your favorite football team, but rejoice in the fact that you are one of God's children, that you have been saved and that you have been put here with these blessings. And when you understand that, when you understand that it's your job to rejoice in it, it's your job to give thanks, it's your job to, to seek out joy in Christ and to pray always and to seek his guidance, you share that with the world. This Monday, share it with the world. Think about it. Spread it. This is the message of love. This is the message of compassion. This is the message of glorifying God. This is the message of true rejoicing, rejoicing in the happiness and the understanding and the knowledge that you have been saved through Christ Jesus. Hopefully you got something out of this, ladies and gentlemen. And with that, I want to remind you that if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, you want to contribute to the Christian American community. First thing you can do is go to ChristianAmericanTees.com and pick yourself up a Christian American tea tank sweatshirt or one of these long sleeve Christian American tees. You can see right now, you know, uh, what's great about the tee that I got on right now is that not only does it profess the truth that Jesus is indeed alive in the world. He's alive in me. He's alive in you. He's alive in us. He's alive in our communities, in our society. But it's also uh, written pretty cool down on the, on the side of the sleeve where it says uh, Christian American for the Christian American tea, long sleeve tea. It's cold out there, ladies and gentlemen. If you're up in the in the, the, the northern area like we are, we're up in the, in the, in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. I don't know about you, but it's been cold up here lately. So if you're in this area, you want to go to ChristianAmericanTees.com and pick yourself a, a long sleeve Christian American tee or a Christian American hoodie or a uh, Christian American sweatshirt. That way you can stay warm out there and you can profess your love for Christ and your love of this country because that is what we need more of. We need more people professing their love for Christ and professing their love of this country. The greatest in the history of the world because it's founded on the ideas that were laid out in scripture. The individual salvation. The fact that there is a moral right and a moral wrong and that we are called to be on the morally right side of history and the morally right side of any issue. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to contribute to the Christian American Dialogue, go follow us, tweet us, uh, DM us, uh, share us, like us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Parler, and go to YouTube.com and search Good Morning Christian America. Subscribe to the channel. That helps us a lot, especially with uh, all the social media kind of fighting that we got going on right now and uh, you know our videos being downgraded, our posts being... Uh, uh, downgraded. We want to make sure that we come to you because now is uh, is just as an important time as there has ever been in our country, as there has ever been when it comes to Christianity. Christians are uh, being attacked all around the world, and here when they're not being physically attacked, they're being uh, you know 
socially attacked, they're being verbally attacked, they're being ostracized and criticized, marginalized. And so we're trying to build this Christian American community to cease all of that. Build a, a strong community built on love and compassion, trust for one another, and support for one another. As we all take the time to rejoice in God's love, rejoice, rejoice in the gift of life that we've been blessed with, that he has blessed us with. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, until Wednesday, when we continue down our journey through the New Testament, I want you guys to stay on fire for Christ, spread God's message, rejoice in the love of Jesus Christ, and uh, you guys stay blessed until Wednesday. Good morning, Christian America.